Dude, I thought you were going to bring smoothies. I know. I'm the same way. I haven't worked out in months, but I'm just like this. It's like you if do. I didn't work out. I'm just like that's it. I want chocolate bar for breakfast. Yeah. Not a good scene, but what? It's like do? it's like if you do 20 minutes of cardio. Are we on the podcast already? And like, I'm talking about it. It's like if we do 20 minutes of cardio. No, we'll cut all. The no, we won't. I didn't even I didn't even do the intro yet. Oh. But it's like if you do 20 minutes of cardio in the morning. And then uh, you're like, oh man, smoothies, and you're gonna make your little turkey power bu- bu- balls. Yeah. And then you're like, shakes, protein shakes. Yeah. And then you're just like, I'm gonna post some inspirational shit on Facebook. Yeah. And then you're just like, just drop down and do twenty push-ups. Yeah, because I feel ripped. Yeah, but then like the one the morning that you don't, yeah. you're just like, I didn't do my twenty minutes of cardio. Yeah, chocolate almonds for breakfast. Yeah. So you're just like, I wonder what <laughs> McDonald's has on for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, Bill Burr has a great bit about McDonald's about how they, they serve um, breakfast all day long now right yeah and they used to cut it off at 11 no man and he goes People he goes I think McDonald's shit. I think McDonald's should have a commercial where it's Ronald McDonald right I can hold that dressed up in, yeah you can hold that yeah. it's Ronald McDonald dressed up in the Ronald McDonald should be fat yeah, he's dressed up in his clown thing and everything, right? And he the looks right attack. he looks right into the camera and he goes, If you can't get your fat ass down here by eleven, <laughs> you're getting a burger. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. That's <laughs> true. Oh man. Shout out to Bill Burr. He's a close friend of mine. No, he's not. No, he's not at all. But you know it'd be cool what? if someone was like, Hey man, this stupid podcast from Halifax, Nova Scotia stole one of your jokes. Hey, you know what? Actually... And then he said something about it. Welcome to Buy It Smart Podcast, brought to you by buyitsmart.ca, where you can go and get pre-approved for a vehicle purchase similar to the way that you would shop for a home. Just like Morgan Brokers, make your best deal first, and then go shopping for a car. Nitty-gritty first. Get the nitty-gritty out of the way. Yep. Yep, that's what we do. So you're going to cut all that first part out we talk about it. We'll see. We'll see how it plays out. I think it plays pretty well so far. Yeah. Yeah. It's raw. It's truth. It's truth, man. It's truth. I, I'm known to be a, a workout poster. You know what I mean? Like, yep. I did it. You did it. I did it. this thing that I do for Christmas time, on COVID, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And you're just me- mentally, emotionally exhausted. So, like, there's this thing that people say, like, if you exhaust yourself physically, 
it, you won't you'll drain the tank before you can get to the emotional stuff you know what I mean yeah, like yeah. exhaust yourself physically so that you don't exhaust mentally or emotionally oh. but we're already got hit with the emotional one like you wake up every morning it's like yep it's still COVID yep you still can't see your friends and family yeah so that that tank's already empty and then it's like you want to go work out <laughs> like yeah <"Ugh."> <laughs> yeah it's mentally exhausting and that is so exhausting it's yeah. just taxing you're waking up tired, you know? Yeah. But, but we got to do something. We people are pushing something. through. Oh, people, some people are doing it, man. Like, yeah. Like you said, some people decided with the whole lockdown thing that they're just going to get in better shape. Yeah. And you could do it that way. Yeah. We didn't do that. <laughs> no. I didn't do that. No. Thanks, man. I, I mean, Thanks for the inclusive we. No, I mean, I was speaking for my family. Like, right? We got locked down. We didn't just start doing right push-ups now. and sit-ups. <laughs> like, we were like, they were like, you can only shop once a week. Get everything you need, right? Remember that? Yeah. And so I'd go to the thing and I'd like, I'm like, well, what do I need? And I could have got, like, vegetables, right? Yeah. And I could have made all kinds, of, but I didn't. I'm just like, oh, I need some chips. It's almost like a permanent sto- snowstorm. It's like... Exactly. You get, you get your chips, right? Yeah. Well, we... We do everything now on online with the with, at the grocery store. I love it. Mm. I love it. Like I used to think I needed. Isn't this so funny? I used to think I needed to touch and feel the vegetables. Yeah. I know you just bring it back if it's not what they promised on the picture. Yeah. Same as us. Yeah. It's like, hey, you know, if the vegetable comes all bruised and moldy. Yeah. It's like now, uh, sorry, you know. Remember? And it is a bit of a drag when you get home, but you know what? I gotta be honest. Superstore has been wicked. Like. Yeah couple times they forget some items and you know a couple times it isn't really I probably shouldn't have got that like pack of chicken breasts Mm -hmm. but for the most part they've been really good when I call they're like we're so sorry we'll have it ready for you in 10 minutes and just go just drive up pop your trunk they put it in yeah it's the best remember remember how uh like mom used to like eat a grape like yeah god no that's like That's, I feel like that still exists. Like, maybe not now with COVID, but, like, all the grape bags are open. You ever notice that? Yeah, no, people store. Take taking grapes. Then. People are like, oh, you're not allowed to do it. No. But, like, that's still one leftover one from, like, the 70s. It's like, oh, you, sh- you can have a grape. Yeah. You can test, test You can test the grapes. test this bag. Yeah, before you buy, before you commit the 97 cents thing. to buy I, I the whole think, bag. I think people would be really mad. What? If they saw somebody eating grape right now. Well, you'd have, right now, you'd have to pull your mask down to do it. Yeah. Completely obvious. Someone would be like, get out! Get out! Yeah. They bring the bag of, bag of grapes up to the thing and do it, what they do to us. Beep. That'll be five forty nine. Yeah. Well, will you take four bucks? <laughs> What's your best deal on these grapes? Give me your best deal before you scan it. I, I saw that guy over there eat three of my grapes. Yeah. I used to love that when I had my little, little tiny dealership. Yeah. Because like, I only had 20 guys. Yeah. And a lot of the stuff, I was basically a wholesaler in, in a lot of ways, like... A lot of the stuff I did was just cash cards, right, to kids in high school or whatever. Yeah. Um, when I first started, and I remember kids would come in and be like, not kids, but like young people, right, would come in with a couple thousand bucks and they'd want to buy a car. Yeah. And uh, they'd always that was their big negotiating move, right? That was their big hammer moves. What's your best price? I put it on the window, man. That's my best price. I don't even what's my best price. He's like, yeah, yeah, but how close to that price do you want? I'm like, I want to get all of it. I'd love to get all of it. Like, why would I put a price I didn't want to get all of? 
like, that's not what you bought it for. And I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> and you have the freedom to do that, dude. Like, go ahead, rent yourself a place, get right. a dealer's license, go yeah. down to the auction, go get a line of credit. You can buy cars that cheap too. Yeah. <laughs> that's and my benefit you, from doing all this upfront work. Yeah. And then you get on <laughs> back and you're like, oh, I didn't realize it needed 600 bucks to get a motor vehicle inspected. Yeah, exactly. Oh, These are all I didn't things realize, you learn, right? You know, a dog took a shit in the back seat. Yeah, baptism. And it's going to get <laughs> scrubbed baptism out. by fire. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I drive through town right now, but everything inside is operational. Okie dokie. Okay. Thanks. I have to find another Tim's. Yeah, I'll have to find another one. Oh, there's Roy Meach. Really? On the phone. He might be a part of our podcast. Roy Meach? Yeah, hopefully he doesn't swear. Well, I've been swearing. Hi, Roy Meach. George. You're on, Hi, buddy. You're on, uh, you're on speakerphone. You're on speakerphone, and you're on the podcast right now. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're our first call-in. Oh, sorry. Yeah, we're taking yeah. requests. Are you guys in Dartmouth? We're on the way back now, yeah. Okay, you're on your way back to here? To Sackville, yeah. yeah. Okay, because there's an auditor here to see that white car. Okay. Sweet. Yeah, we'll be there in about... 15 minutes. We love auditors. We'll talk about that. Thanks, guys. All right. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Good thing we had to show this vehicle this morning. Yeah, that's a good thing. So, so here's the thing. Yeah. we got to find another Tim Hortons, first of all. Yeah, we do, and there's not going to be one until Sackville, I think. Or McDonald's. I do like the McDonald's coffee. I do feel like we should get to the the shop kind of quick so that, yeah let's do it so that this guy can see that uh roy has not shipped this uh car overseas oh man i don't even understand all that stuff no can't i would feel like i would not be able to participate in it's that's a whole other side of the businessman that i i learned by by running my little dealership like yeah. the whole wholesale side and, and it's uh it's not a lot of it's not that pretty it's not that pretty. Yeah. yeah. I don't really... I don't really... Uh... I mean, like, when I say my story right there, like, you go down to the auction and get a license and rent a place and get a line. Like, you, you can do that. Anyone can do it. Yeah. It's easy money to get, right? Yeah. You don't even have to have... I don't even know. You don't even... I don't think you have to have good credit. Yeah. But they will give you a lot of money to buy cars if you're a young kid starting off because, first of all, their, their loans are secured against assets that were purchased wholesale right, right, so if right. they ever if your if your dealership fails they just yeah. take the cars back and yeah. they're still owned pretty good yeah not only that but the best thing that you could do is try to as a kid who owns a dealership the best thing you could do for the auction yeah is buy a bunch of cars yeah and just give it your best shot for a year like oh just please because every 90 days they're coming for a curtailment payment on all your vehicles right yeah so that you're going to be buying down your vehicles, buying down your vehicles, buying down your vehicles. You're giving them tons of interest. And at the end of the year, you're like, oh, I couldn't make a go of it, man. And then they go, oh, well, we're now coming to repossess all your cars. And in less than a month, someone else is going to be renting this place. And we'll give them all these- a $200,000 line of credit to buy cars with. Right, right. So there's that part of it, right? Yeah. That part of the business, which makes a lot of money on just just burning through dealers who can't handle well there's this company i'll mention it now because we're still in uh we're still uh working it out where they do business loans and one of them because buy it smart is going to offer loans for everything you can think of that you need a loan for because well it just goes without saying we've said this many times 
I, I just believe the smart way to buy anything that you're not going to just put, pay out in cash mm -hmm. is to figure out all that financing piece first, whether it be, you know, your four-wheeler or your HVAC system or runners on your house or like let's feed, figure out what the budget is first and then walk it back, right? Mm -hmm. what, what kind of interest rate do you qualify for? Anyway, so this company is, we're looking at making a partnership so that we can access all the lenders that they have on their side. And one of the things that they offer is just that line, uh, um, loans, business loans, mm -hmm. but they do it for auto dealers. Been doing it for auto dealers for a while where there's no auditors, there's no, you know, there's a, the, there's no um, buy, buy downs. It's just like mm -hmm. a regular loan. Right. And you pay it down on a payment every single month, like okay. a regular loan. Okay. And it just gives these new guys a fighting chance. So as soon as those uh, contracts are up and running, I've been looking into it a little more, see who the, some of these dealers are that are using it, if they like it, the loans are good, and, and all that good stuff. We're just in the investigation phase, but yeah, stay tuned. We'll, we'll be putting a rep out just to sign up dealers to do that. Yeah. And putting them on Buy It Smart. Uh, Floor plans? Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's it'd be a good it'd be a good uh, type of finding because that because I mean what we try to do for the consumer side right is is provide financing that's pretty open and pretty clear and pretty transparent. Yeah, and it's gonna get you a, a a vehicle that you need that fits your budget. But there's gonna sometimes there's some interest and so there's some fees in there that suck. Yeah, depending on how good your credit is, but. Um, at least we can explain all that to you and, and, and you know get you on a path to getting to that prime rate. Yeah, we don't charge the fees. We don't charge the fees, but sometimes the bank the bank, the bank that you qualify for will have some fees yeah. that that um, that kind of suck. You know, they're not as good as what you could get if you were a prime customer, but that's fine. Yeah. Because we're going to get you there, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, and it would be nice too to have something on the on the dealer side of things too, which is like, hey man, especially some of the small dealers, which, yeah, which I want to talk to too, like, man. Some of the small dealers, like I was a small dealer, so I know exactly what it is. And I was yeah. a small dealer for five years. Yeah. And um, I put, when it's all said and done, yeah. about $4 million through the local economy. Yeah. Yeah. And I made, personally, probably about $30,000 a year. Right. Like take home, you know, not take home, but like that was probably like about my, what my salary was. Right. And so th this is real, man. Yeah. Um, that there's, there's, there's little guys out there that... You know, they're not the big, huge dealers making millions and millions of dollars. Right, right. And they're supporting local business, all the mechanic shops, yep. right? All yep. the money that they make stays right in the local community. Yeah. So I'm not trying to say that a used car dealer is like they a farm market. But, but yeah. it, it's not the worst business that you can do for your local community. No, you know no, I mean? no. Not at all. Not at all. And, uh, and we don't treat them very good. Um, once, you know, once I got to the point where, like, I feel like... <clears throat> You should earn your stripes a little bit. You should have to prove a little bit that you know how to sell cars, and that's fine. If you got to go through like a year of taking it on the chin, yeah, that shows that you got Good stones, product. right? Yeah, that shows that you got some stones to hang in the business. Yeah. But what I found is that the roadblocks really didn't get any smaller. They almost started to get more and more harder to deal with. Yeah, the more I started to get some cash flow going, and I think that we could help out the situation a lot by. You know, providing an alternative financing plan. Oh yeah, just what I've when I've been sniffing around, just saying, talking to some local, you know, smaller guys, gals, and just saying, hey, what, you know, what are the what are the roadblocks that you're facing? That one always comes up. Mm -hmm. And 
thing is too is like I learned this a long time ago like the more competition you got the better everybody is it just raises the bar mm -hmm. and uh, you know so be just good this get more local businesses you know especially this time like whatever it is I mean yeah, yeah. for us it's the car business of course it'd be nice to offer a solution those guys that doesn't have these, uh, you know, doesn't have these other uh, uh, lenders breathing down their throat. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a tough one. You got to be able to get through the storms. Yeah. Without the hanging over your head, we're coming to get all your vehicles. Well, you do that, you're never getting your money, dude. Because yeah, yeah. I got to sell these things. Exactly. So. There, sh there should have, especially <laughs> the, the storm that took my company, that took my dealership out, mm -hmm. like the physical storm, like. Yeah. It, it That's was true, a, man. A, that was a huge storm. The snow. It was the Wednesday snowstorm, it right? All your cars. Yeah, it buried my cars twice a week for yeah. like three months. Yeah. And but it buried everyone's cars. Yeah. You know what I mean? And even top dealers were having trouble that year. Oh, totally. Do you know what I mean? And then all that happened in the industry is they're like, okay, now we're calling in notes. Yeah. And you're like, what? Yeah. Amy, you're gonna call in the notes now. You know I haven't been selling cars. Have any of your dealers been selling cars? Yeah. No, but we need our money. It's like, okay, well. Yep. Come get your cars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the answer, right? Totally. Yeah. You I mean, want your money? Come get your cars. If you weren't, if you weren't big, yeah. Then, and had all, you know, and had resources to, uh, to juggle, yeah. you know, some of the some of the big guys, I'm sure, helped the little guys that they knew of, you know. Mm -hmm. um, you guys just weren't in the business long enough, I would think, and you know, to 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 not be able to. Uh, okay, let me say this. A lot of the little guys did things they shouldn't have do, done to survive. Right. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that's all I'll say about that. Yeah. Uh, but people who who just had to survive on, you know, selling vehicles. Yeah. Uh, doing business the right way. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if, if, you weren't, if you weren't looking at different options available, that may not have been most ethical options you know most of those little guys went and that's unfortunate a lot of them went but yeah anyways it's a it's, it's a what, weird it's business what happens. but some of the big you know some of the big dealers you know during those rough times they, they you know they help the other that little guy out right mm -hmm. the, this little guy's buying our trades all the time yeah do you know what i mean mm -hmm. uh let's you know sometimes they can yeah. Sure, that's what happened back if then. If you owned your inventory, wicked. Like if you were, if you were liquid with your inventory, all that happened was you didn't sell a car for three months. Right, right. And that man for a big dealership that can be tough. Some yeah. of those big dealerships has fifty thousand dollar overheads. Yeah. And so even the big guys like didn't sell a car for three months. They were hurting. Yeah. But if you didn't own your if you didn't own your vehicles, like if you didn't own them liquid, then. Good luck, man. Especially yep. if they tell you, okay, now we need our 25% curtailment on all 30 of your cars. Yeah. It's like, huh? Right now. <laughs> yeah, right now. Yeah, right now. We're here, it's like, to, we're here to come. Yeah, okay, yeah, I'll just pull that out of the bank account. That <laughs> What are you guys talking about? You well, know that I can't do that. Well, in fairness, in fairness too, you you guys undertook. Undertook? Undertook, I guess, yeah. We, I don't know. You didn't, I mean, it was a very aggressive undertaking. Yeah. Okay. Because you bootstrapped it. Yeah, exactly. You, 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 most new businesses can't, I mean, I even, I usually use that word and any entrepreneur that knows it, yeah. you know, it's like, you know, I just ran my business. I didn't get any loans. I just started. I saved enough money to start. Yeah. And I figured it out on the way. Yeah. That was you guys. Yeah. It was, that was like not 
possible and you made it five years. Yeah. Like that is incredible. Yeah. That shows the strength of the knowledge in the business, mm -hmm. of, your, of your knowledge in the business to be able to withstand all that time. Yeah. Uh, uh, and be able to make a go of it. Like if it wasn't really for that winter storm, I'm confident you guys still would have grow, 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 grow. What's going on with this guy, man? He's having a song, singing. He's singing along. Singing. Um, That's funny. But uh, you know what? We would have been, we would have done better because I, f I almost feel like October, the yeah. October before that winter came was our best month ever. Yeah. And that was like we were getting our stride going. We knew exactly our clientele. We had the right vehicles. Like it didn't matter who you were. If you came to the dealership online or physically, like we would have three or four options for you. Yeah. Like regardless of your credit situation. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then we had some more buying power at the auction, and I was getting some respect you over guys there. Were generating some serious leads too. Yeah, and we were in all. Lead gen was a big. Yep. Buzzword. And I remember with banks, uh, Chris would come in from CTL, and he'd be like. Where are you guys buying your leads? And I'd be like, we don't buy leads, man. Like, Just make them. We, they, we make them ourselves. Like, people come to our website because of what we're offering. Yeah. And um, and it was good, man. We, we friggin', we sold so many cars that October that we decided that we were going to um, take a double, like, vacation, me and Chris, with our, with our families down south. Right. And we paid for that. And we booked it for January because that's when you go down south, right? Right. This was October. And we just, we had no idea. Right. That the rear end was going to fall out of it in January. So then in the middle of all these storms, we're like, well, we paid for this trip. Yeah. So we go and we shut down for a week. Yeah. And all the reps are like, what are you guys doing? Like, yeah. where are you? Right, right. I got back to like a million emails in my, in my inbox. Like, you guys decide to go on vacation now? I'm like, no, we didn't decide now, obviously. Yeah. Like, but the trip was paid for. Yeah, we didn't control the universe dumping. Yeah. <laughs> the trip was paid for. Well, the trip, yeah. Yeah. So what are we gonna do? Just cancel it? Yeah, no. sit here and watch the snowfall yeah. on top of the cars again. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, that was a rough one, bud. But fuck, it's like you, you, you know, it sucks to even say it. Yeah, I've been there so many times. I mean, that's what I, as an entrepreneur, like I don't know who gets started at something and is immediately successful. They should have been an astronaut because they didn't hit their peak. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like. You know, uh, how many runs have I taken in, in this business in different directions and trying to, oh God, wrong moves and partnerships that didn't work. And, yeah. uh, uh, uh. But it's what you got to do to crack the ultimate code, you know? Yeah. I think. Like, you got to have the pits and falls. And well, gotta, especially when you want to do something new. And even with you guys, you're doing something new yeah then then we didn't call it online yeah we didn't call it you know you didn't call it buy it smart no but that's what you were doing it yeah. was a finance first concept that mm -hmm. attracted so many uh people mm -hmm. so you had the leads you had the people uh but when you're bootstrapping a business man it, it, it's hard you got nothing for a rainy day yeah. literally a snowy weeks it's months. true yeah and uh, I can remember trying to get other dealers to be involved. Mm. Oh God! And we've had we we did have a couple uh, like a couple um, like short, really short term agreements with, with other dealers. And yeah. It's just like uh, uh, we've been doing this for a week and a half, and uh, and we haven't made a million dollars yet. And you're like, 
Well, no. It's, it's going to take a little, a little bit longer than a yeah. week and a half to make a million dollars, I think. Your, your <laughs> part in this is so that I don't have to bootstrap when yeah. you saw something and what we were doing that could help us both grow, mm -hmm. you know, and then for that outlay, for that relief that I can get financially just to focus on running the business. Yeah. Um that uh you know there's a row there that's what your thing is for must be urgent must be hello yeah we are just going by where the hell are we? yeah mickey's auto body
is too, you know, on that half day, we, we, we really get into, uh, you know, that's like, you know what? It's exactly the same as the sales flow process. We do the nitty gritty yep. first. That's it's right. the unsexy part yep. <laughs> of what we do because, you know, and I don't even want to say it's like the unfun part. That's the part I'm looking for when you're coming in is like, mm -hmm. can you communicate with a customer and build a relationship and find out what their needs are and, yep. um, you know, really ultimately, uh, yep. you know, be able to walk them through this. Mm -hmm. this process and for us we're looking for people that you know like here's a here's an interesting thing especially during COVID what I've really come to f really really truly get and believe wholeheartedly before yeah. I was like will the online process really work well I had already been doing it and teaching it for like six years right. because uh, less than perfect credit people have purchased online for that long and more right longer than that uh, it's just a more convenient way it's private uh, it's easy mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so purchasing a vehicle online and selling vehicles online uh, in the way that we do it you know I've been teaching it since 2005 that's not new mm -hmm. but bringing it mainstream and saying this is a smart way to buy for everyone that's right always made me a little nervous like what is it is it gonna you know how is that gonna transmit well people actually well, regular mainstream, you know, everyday Joe want to buy a vehicle online. Right. No, everybody doesn't. But now that COVID has happened, People have to. I was forced to sell vehicles, yeah. you know, from my house. Yeah. And so was my staff. And then I was like, oh man, I don't need to have staff here from bell to bell. Like yeah. you can survive with, people can do a lot of the pieces of the job yeah. remote. On the soccer field, watching their kid play. Yeah. Uh, you know, delivering vehicles to people's door, all masked up and clubbed up. <laughs> I mean, you should be present for your kid when he's kicking the soccer ball. Yeah, of no, course. No, I mean, you shouldn't be doing work. <laughs> well, yeah, you, you shouldn't, but... If, <laughs> Just hold on. I'll watch but, your goal in a minute, honey. That's right. <laughs> but if you're working at a dealership, Bell to Bell, you're not even making it to the field. It's true. You know, so I'm like, okay, I've always thought there was a better way to to employ people in this business because it's if, if you're in it now you know it's just like where were you yesterday well I was off at three yeah. oh you're not sticking around <laughs> you don't want to sell any vehicles so you may oh, I guess you don't food. have to sell any vehicles this yeah. month you made enough money I'm did like, you it's goddamn Christmas Eve dude yeah <laughs> well we're open till five yeah okay well I'll sit here and stare at the wall if yeah. you need me to yeah you know, and so, anyways, so we have a lot of flexibility of time. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that you don't show up to work, but it does mean our expectation isn't that you put 18 hours a day every single day and you can't say, hey, you know, like, we've got people that work in New Glasgow for crying out loud and, yeah. uh, you know, Yarmouth. Um, I'm looking at um, hiring somebody who's in Cape Breton and starting to put our little locations all over the Maritimes. That's the big picture plan. But. Mm -hmm. Uh, the freedom of time thing I'm learning is doable mm -hmm. and people love it. Um, so we just got to uh, get about the business of once you're trained up, Yeah, you know what the process is, then more flexibility, more flexibility, more flexibility kind of deal. Right? Yeah. And that's why I put in the ad, like there's two paths you could get on right away, but they're going to be good either way. 
the first one would be like a management path where we probably would need you physically present yeah. in a location a little bit more often. Oh yeah, you're running a team. Yeah. And then the other one would be, um, well, you're not interested in that. You'd rather get to the point where you can just do this from your living room in your pajamas every day. And there's a path for that as well. Yeah. Like we have Tracy up in New Glasgow is doing really good. Um, and on the Zoom calls, I believe it's evident that she's in her pajamas a lot. <laughs> Poor Tracy. <laughs> but that's fine because she sells a lot of cars and she gets the freedom of it's time. Evident. She's in her pajamas a lot. <laughs> she's going to kill you. I know, but that's fine. It's all right. All right. Sorry, Tracy. Sorry, Tracy. Yeah, it's true. And I love it. Yeah, it's great that way. I love right? it. As and long you know, as the things are getting done. It. As long as all the things that need to get done are getting done. That's right. That's the problem. And we the other, the other thing I mentioned in the ad is we have the support is not like any other uh, job you'll get in this industry in terms of selling. Uh, I know that firsthand. So do you. We've both gone to work for dealerships where they you go through the big, long, lengthy, like, are you... Are you quality enough to work for this dealership? You know, and you finally get the job, and on your first day, they go, "Here's your dealer plate. Here's your desk. See you later." <laughs> and then you have a sales meeting like a week later, and it's like, Here's "Okay, <laughs> what, what's going on?" You know what I mean? And you're just like, "Are you serious? Like, there's zero support here." <laughs> and it, like, there was one dealership I went to work for. Went to work for when I was a kid. That was, they were just like, "All right, let's get on the phone with your friends and family." And I'm like. <laughs> Honestly, like you just, oh, just want me to start selling okay. cars to my friends and family. That's Here's the cool thing about now. Yeah. Like, I wish I was getting started out when we had phones, social media. Mm. Like today, oh man, it's the truth. When I got started, they put the yellow pages down at your desk. Yeah. Start. And the white pages. Yeah, the white pages. And it, it was exactly yeah. Call your friends and family. Yeah. Here's um, you know, Johnny left us two years ago because he actually died. Yeah. Right, he was selling cars for us for thirty years. His, you get, you get, you get three months of his Rolodex. Oh man! Uh, and yeah, I love that. You one. had to wait till people actually physically walked through the door. Yeah. Now you can go in every day on the lot and be like, "Hey, I'm Kim, and I uh, work with Buy It Smart. This, yeah. this is what we do. We help people get approved for their best auto loan that matches the vehicles, meet their needs, lifestyle, budget, and bank approval. You know, yeah. tap me, inbox yep. me, message me. That's I can right. help you. Yep. And. Uh, Here's a shout out for you. This this kid I trained up, uh, he works. I won't tell you where he works. Uh, just, anyway, I won't tell you his last name either. I don't. I don't know if you appreciate this. Well, maybe actually you would. He probably He's would. He's a one hour approval guy. Yeah, one you hour find approval. Find him on Facebook. Yeah. Um, Dave. And uh, I was in there doing training at the dealership he was working at, and uh, that was his thing. He was just waiting and waiting. I was like, Dave, what are you waiting for? Yeah. Like this phone right here in your hand. Just get out on the lot and tell people what you do. Yep. So we did. We were bat things around. Now he was like, he was like, this process is really cool, Kim, and I, I think I can help a lot of people out. We we were like, okay, what are we gonna call you? And he's like, well, da da da. We started thinking process, da da da. How long it takes? And he was like, it takes about an hour. And I was like, there you go. You're the one hour approval guy. Yeah, there you go. He was like, yeah, I am. Actually, yeah. I'm the one hour approval guy. You know, and it just turned into something and. He makes a lot of leads, doesn't he? He does. I, yeah. uh, you know, he wasn't the the strongest salesperson I ever met, but people that like him like him a lot, and they bought from him. Right, right, right. And he has a good structure behind him. So, no, he doesn't have it all figured out. But there's somebody in the building who has the answer to the question. Yeah, he's, he's a just part of a team, right? Yeah, Which is the same team. thing as if you come work for us, you're a part of a team right away. If we see that you're sinking right away, uh, we're gonna definitely like. 
There's going to be so much support, you're not going to sink, by the way, in the beginning. Yeah, exactly. Um, And if you're struggling later on after, you know, you're on the go a little bit, then uh, we'll help you. We'll help you get back in the swing of things. Exactly. We've arrived in Sackville where there's all kinds of uh, cleanup to still do. Yeah, we're going to put this at least on pause for a little bit, and we might come back. If not, thanks for joining us on the podcast. Goodbye. Bye for now. Okay, bye for now. We might come back and get a coffee in a minute. Yeah, we might get a little. Pause. did an hour today. Well, we only did 30 minutes. Oh Oh, my god, people might listen to it then. Yeah. Full 30 minutes. Do you think that um, people aren't listening to it because it's loud? Because it's long, I mean? Because that's not the case. I think people are listening to it. People like it because it's long. Hmm. I'm getting cool connection requests from important bank owners on LinkedIn, which is cool. Our inventory is starting to look good. Roy's really stepping. Yeah. Stepping up. Yeah. I like him, man. He's doing good. We're doing good. We got to get a coffee, though, before I take you home. Is that okay? Yeah, coffee. Can you pay for it this time? No, let me see. Let me see. Let me check the bank account. Let's see. We got it. Well, yeah, I can. Just we'll put my PIN number on that. Do you remember the PIN number from last time? Uh, no, but can we just use a different card that I can tap? I can. I got my, my one card in my pocket here. I don't take my purse nowhere no more. You don't have a personal card anymore? No, I don't take my purse nowhere, nowhere no more. So I was just rolling my, the business card today. Um, I'm fucking broke, man. I'm being fine. Is, um... <laughs> yeah. Is, um... Coffee a legitimate business expense? Well, we're working. We're doing a podcast. It's true. If we met for coffee and talked work, yeah. Yeah. Which is it is. We met for coffee and talked work. I bet you the listeners are going to be really annoyed with the crumpling paper. Oh, sorry, man. I'm eating a chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> supposed to eat your chocolate. See? This is a prime example. So I didn't work out this morning. And you're eating chocolates now. It's 11.30. I didn't have any breakfast. And then the first thing I put in my belly is three chocolate trifles. Yeah, so did I. But don't worry, because now we're going to get some healthy coffee with cream. That's right. I might as well just accept the fact that today I made bad choices mm-hmm. about my nutrition. Yeah. I can, when I get home, get my weights on. It can, but I mean, I probably on, it's the holidays, man. Yeah, it is the holidays. I think I'm just going to chill. Yeah. Take the dogs for a nice long walk. That's always fun. That is good. Yeah, you can listen to this podcast while you're doing it. That's what I did yesterday. Ah. It's great. I re-listen to these podcasts at least twice. You do? Yeah, at least twice. I haven't listened to any yet. Oh, they're good. Good for a dog walk, for sure. I don't like to listen to myself back because then I won't do it anymore. This is the thing. I feel like you're you're like, because you have a theater degree. Yeah. You're a classically trained actor that or is, actress. Sorry, that is correct. Uh, you corrected me with that. You said I can't call female actors actors. I, I think it's just actor now. 
That's what I told you. And you were like, no, it's actress. And I was like, no, it was the opposite argument. I said actor. Okay. Either way, you are a trained uh, performer. (laughs) You're a trained performer. I have, I took the theater program at Dalhousie University. So I have a fine arts, fine arts degree with honors in theater. Theater. And, um. But I feel like because of that, you think that this is like a performance. It's not a performance. It's just us chatting. No, 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 no. I really don't. I really don't. That's not fair. That was yeah. an unfair comment. That was fair. You deserve that comment. <laughs> <laughs> no, what happens is, is I like the fact that for me, I'm pretty open and transparent. Thanks, yeah. Uh, I've been that way online. Like I was an early adopter to sharing stuff online, mm-hmm. you know, whether it be fitness or whatever it was that was going on. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty open about it. I've been open about the car business for a while. People scan through my stuff. Certainly my LinkedIn profile. I'm always talking about the ups, downs, struggles, this, that. Mm-hmm. So I've been pretty vulnerable online. Mm-hmm. The thing is, is uh, I can't listen to myself uh, after. Why not? Because then, I, that's when I'm critical, and then I'm scared I won't keep doing it. Keep doing it. Okay, Joe, so Joe Rogan refers to this as post and ghost. That's what he does. So he uh, puts something up online, and not, he doesn't revisit that's it. That's right. I'm not going to revisit my stuff online. Yeah. Well, that's probably good. I, I go back and look at over the years. I'm like, oh, those are cool, but I don't listen to stuff or re-watch video. Okay. Because well, then I won't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll paralyze myself with, like... Judgment. Oh, I shouldn't have said this or I shouldn't have said that. Which or... is weird because I'm the person most that will like would say to you, like, do it. Just put yourself out there. Like, yeah. like when you're doing your father figure. Mm-hmm. I love that. Like, I'd be the first one saying to you, yeah, do it. Do more. It's good. Just keep posting. You yeah, know what I mean? I, I like doing that podcast a lot, but I, I, I'm not going to do it again until the COVID stuff chills. Yeah, we're good because we're in the same yeah, thing. We're in the, in the bubble. Same, the same bubble. We work together and we're family. But like, I want to interview all these people for Father Figure, but they and I get real, I have really good response from people. Like, why don't you do it on a Zoom video? Well, I could, but it's part of the driving too. It's part of it, right? Yeah, I guess. I like the chat and drive. This this podcast is brought to you by FatherFigure.pro. Oh, I was gonna name the car that we're in. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get a voice like you though. FatherFigure.pro, where yeah. you can go and get some Father Figure branded merchandise for the father figure in your life. Remember, it's not a dad bod. It's a father figure. That's good. $5 from every purchase goes to the IWK Children's Hospital. That's even really good. We should yeah. do that with Buy It Smart. we got to think of something. We could. What can we do? If you want to do that, so I've, I've set up with IWK properly with father yeah. figure. Yeah. Um, and actually, I don't even know if I'm fully approved yet, but I went through the full process with them of like... Soon, I think I'll be able to use their logo. Okay. But even even if you can't, because it's a whole there's a whole process. You can always give people money, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can always just donate money to them, and then you could just say, even if they say, "Well, you're not approved to use our logo," you could still say, "Okay, well, we're gonna donate, you know, X dollars from every vehicle to a children's hospital in our area." And you know, everyone's gonna know it's the IWK. Okay. Could do that too. I gotcha. I gotcha. Um, like I think uh, Colonial Honda does like the race to 100 in yeah. support of the IWK. Yeah. So it would be like something like that that we'd have to if we wanted to actually use their logo and get them to cross promote it. Yeah. 
we'd have to do something like a, a the plan. The other thing I was thing. thinking too, and I don't know how to make it happen, but uh, it's something I wanted to do with our customers is uh, like give away a car that we pay for mm-hmm. for enough time, long enough mm-hmm. that until we can get them approved. On their right, own. right, right. That that would be good, like for like some like a lotto or something. Mm-hmm. Something that just needs wheels, and they also need to reestablish. Yeah, like years ago when I did the car giveaway, way back in I don't know when that was, two thousand and five or six. Yeah. And, man, that process I really liked it. It was hard. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I wasn't involved in picking. We had a panel of people that picked someone who deserved, was really deserving around Christmas time of winning a new car, and ended up being this fellow that. He worked construction and he was recently separated and his child was about an hour away, I think. Mm-hmm. And he needed wheels legit so that he could keep his job and see his kid. Right. I mean... The man, bus can't do that for everybody. The bus can't do that. No. And we just couldn't get him approved. So the prerequisites were, tell us your story. Somebody else had to tell the story for you. Oh, was okay. how it went. Mm-hmm. It was actually your idea. Mm-hmm. You probably don't remember because you're such a young, snot-nosed kid. Yeah, I was like, I know everything. <laughs> you were like, <laughs> what about like the home giveaway? Remember when the home giveaway was the, the extreme, extreme home makeover, giveaway? Yeah. yeah. And and then somehow it came up and it was just like, yeah, what if you did the same thing for a car? Yeah. And then people had to write in or send a video to a panel. Yeah. And they had to tell the story for their friend. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I know this guy... You know, whatever, John. Mm-hmm. And here's why he needs a free car. Like, here's why he should win. Yep. And then, I think the panel did, like, the panel was like, they were picked, I think mom picked them. Mm. They were picked out of the community from, like, one was, like, on the board of the hospital, and one was, like, worked at the bank, and one was, like, mm-hmm. probably one was a priest. Right. One was like, I can't remember, but there's a panel. There's like five or six of them. And they picked through them and decided who's going to win. Yeah, and then they decided. And I was like, man, I can't decide. Keep me out of it. It's like going into a, finding all kinds of puppies. Yeah, like going to a shelter. Oh, God. A guy rescued a dog. And now it's just like, rescue a dog. You know, you see those ads on there. Oh. I did that. I did it. I know. Doesn't get any easier. It's like, no. You can't like pat yourself on the back and be like, yeah, I, I did that. Box check. You know that there's so many more that need rescuing. I know. You can't get to them. And people need rescuing. Man. I had to. I had to take off my TikTok account. Yeah. Because I started to watch uh, animal Ugh. rescues, Ugh. and then all I saw on my TikTok thing was people rescuing animals from bad situations. Mm. Oh man, Tyler's like, you gotta. Not watch that anymore. It's consuming your life. Yeah, you got stuck in a one of those rabbit holes, man. I did. Internet rabbit holes. Oh, scary! It wasn't good. And they don't even care. Like the algorithm works so that it doesn't even send you what you like. It just sends you what you watch. Yeah. So it could be something that's hurting you, but because you can't look away like a train wreck. Yeah, 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 yeah. You just see more and more and more and more and more. It's like, oh, you must be liking this. Like, no, I not. I don't like it. I just can't look away. I know. Why can you look away in that situation? Right. Freaking bad. I feel like people feel helpless. There's nothing that they can do. Yeah. Or they don't want to think about things that make them feel that way. I know. 
I do feel that way. Mm -hmm. I feel like I can't solve all the world's problems. You know, like... Uh, all like the a, world's problems have solutions. Yeah. Maybe, so there's yeah. the first step. Some people don't even... Won't even go that far. Some people will say... They'll dig their head in the sand and they'll go... All the world's problems cannot be solved. Well, it's hard to wrap your brain around it. I mean, you can't individually wrap your brain around it. Right. And you can't see past it. It's like... It's like... This is funny. Mom will get mad. Well, she won't get mad, but anyways. I remember, like, if I go to mom's, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And she'd be, like, getting ready for people to come over or something. Mm -hmm. And she'd get overwhelmed and kind of just stand in the middle of the room sometime and be, like, Stuck. I'm just overwhelmed. Like, like, the kitchen counter would be super clean. Right. And then chaos everywhere else. Mm -hmm. And I'd be, like, it's like, okay, ma, no problem. We're just going to do it, which is weird because she does that to me in my life. Yeah. She's like a life. Fit cleaner. Yeah. Yeah. And then she's like, hey, can you come over? People are coming over. I just need help getting this place organized. And you're going to go in there. I'm just like, yeah. One thing. You do one thing. Yeah. Just go, 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 yeah. go, go, go until it's done. Right? Mm-hmm. And I think that that's just sometimes people compartmentalize and they just can't. So it's easier to just quit. Yeah. I think it's the same way in fitness. Yeah. People are like, I've been working out for a week, man, and nothing's changed. Mm -hmm. Well. It's not going to work for me. Yeah, it's not going to work for that. me. That's all fine and good for those people. but you got to go like six months and yep. look at a picture of yourself six months before that. Mm -hmm. And then, but then go, people oh, see that and they go, oh, I know that that's the case. And yeah. that discourages them again. I got to do this for six months. See what I'm saying? Yeah, nothing, nothing good. And nothing. then there's like good it happens without time I know everything but takes the, time but I think the first thing that you need to be able to say is that the first affirmation you need to be able to do which is a true affirmation is to be able to say that it's possible if you're if you're still in the if you're still in the mindset that it's impossible can't use you you're not going to be effective you know mm -hmm. what I mean mm -hmm. you want to change whatever you want to change world hunger mm -hmm. you want to make sure that everyone has a full belly in the world you got to be able to say, it's possible. That problem has a solution. Mm -hmm. Instead, what people do is say, oh, that's not possible. Or nobody could figure that out. Well, all that Why means is, is you're not going to help. To say? I don't even know why that's acceptable. Uh, hi, can I get a medium two cream and a medium black? Yep. Thank you. Sorry, I missed that part because the girl yelled at me. What did you say? Freaking eight. Savings this time. Did you say the word again? Because I don't want to go find it and delete it. No, I didn't say it. I'm just going to pay because you're going to say it. This is why I do this. I know. I'm just going to pay. <laughs> this is why I do it. I just, I bring I bring this one along and then you're like, well, I'll just pay. I'll just tap it myself. I know. I'll just pay. What were you saying just a second ago, though, before the thing happened? It, I don't know how it's, how it computes for it just to be okay that there can be no solution well, this is the thing because that you i feel like that's because people can't admit that there might be a solution because they don't know what the solution is yeah now here's the thing about that is when you say so we'd rather have no hope and sit in the non-solution well of things? well i don't know if it's a conscious decision or a desire or whatever but i know that when people go oh that can't be done what they're actually saying is, I don't know how it could be done. Yeah, it's like that guy at the bank that said that to me. Right. 
he was like, this is too much. Like, it's a tall order. You want to change, you know, how people think about purchasing a vehicle. It's too much of a, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's too much. You really, you know, really tried to, like, uh, diminish. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, it's really not that big of a problem. We just have to show people an alternative way. They can choose it or not. Mm-hmm. Choose what's best for you. It's just more education. Yeah, but see, he's not actually saying it can't be done. Because that statement, it can't be done, it, it it has a place. It has a place on top of a mountain of data. You know, and scientists yeah. use it all the time. It can't be done. Here's all the reasons why we know we've tested it this space right, time. Right, right. And blah, blah, blah. if you want to go through the data, you can show for yourself that it can't yeah, be done. Yeah, you can't walk on water. Right. But it can't, it can't be done. And we have lots of data to back that up. And you're welcome to Unless peruse the data. Right? But then someone else can say, um, here's, an, here's a thing that I know can happen. And that same statement, it can't be done, will, will be used, but it'll be used inappropriately. It'll be used to say, I don't understand how that could be done. Yeah. Which is a different statement. So I'm just going to say it can't be done. Exactly. And those are the head, the sand in the, in the head in the sand people. Yeah. So yeah. it's like I, I always say, like, the when you're making a moonshot, which is anything that we're going to have to face in the next... 10 to 15 years yeah they're all moonshot problem solving right like like environmental crisis and all this stuff that's happening yeah they're all huge problems they all have huge solutions complicated ones and people that say that it's impossible Mm. you just that all they're saying is i won't be involved in the solution Mm. so i I won't i'll be of no help so the first step i think is to get people to start saying it's possible it's possible we could solve this problem yeah. And so I was thinking of a big moonshot for our company, mm. which is like, let's say, so ABC Auto, one, two, three, mm. Auto, mm. down in Amherst, wants yeah. to be, wants to have a Buy It Smart location, right? Mm. And so, like, we do the setup, we set up the office in their, in their dealership, and it says, you know, like, Buy It Smart, yeah. uh, powered by ABC Auto in the corner, right? That's right. Bottom of the logo. I was saying that's that's all fine and good, but why couldn't it say like buy it smart, powered by like TD Bank? Oh yeah, well that's what I was talking. And about. we could just go national. That's what I was talking about. Those were the first conversations I've had. I won't mention who the bank was, but two I just years named, ago it was I just name dropped TD, but it could be any bank. Could be any bank. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, and actually that's why I reached out to Neil because I was reached out to by a major franchise mm-hmm. when I was um, just doing the training mm-hmm. and non-prime was getting to be a bigger and bigger problem for dealers and also for banks because the amount of money that was spent on the amount of contracts going in and people not getting approved or deals getting lost because of that whole process was mangled mm-hmm. and so I met uh, I met with Neil first at This Is Marketing, and that's where Buy Smart was first developed. Mm-hmm. Was to be in franchise stores first. Buy Smart was never going to be its own location. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was a second offering to franchise stores that were already doing my training. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To say, okay, the problems that you need solved are you need a person. Hey. Hello. You can keep going. Yeah, you need a person to run. The department. Right. I oftentimes, as a trainer, was helping them yep. uh, recruit, hire, and train somebody. I was definitely doing the training piece. Okay. 
And more often than not. What is that thing? That's a microphone. You're on a podcast. You're on right a now. podcast. Oh, okay. Say hi. <laughs> but we don't. No, we don't want to be. We don't want to be on podcast. Oh. Well, but Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Have a great day, guys. <laughs> this one's mine. This one's yours. Oh, I was gonna say mine's got cream on it. I know. I'm not a creamer. I know. Um. What was I saying? Yeah. So the so when we were training for franchise stores, I would go in and help them find somebody, recruit them. Help them in the hiring process, train somebody to be able to work with a client finance first from the contact all the way through to funding and delivery, vehicle delivery and online process. And then I would help them with branding and then I would help them with inventory and then I would come back for repeat training and process and tools. And and so what I knew when I was teaching was that there's five pieces to the equation that if one of the pieces aren't there, the bike doesn't move. You know what I mean? Like if you, I don't have to hammer that home. Everybody gets that. If you're missing a piece of the spoke, like it doesn't happen or the chain, the the chain is as strong as its weakest link. That's right. And what I knew from putting the successful departments together over many, many years and and doing it hands-on, meaning I was in the thick of it. I was working with clients as I'm training people up, was that you absolutely needed a dedicated non-prime manager. You absolutely, that's able to do the sales piece and the finance piece and combine it into one unit. Mm-hmm. You, uh, you, you need that person to be trained on an ongoing basis because this is not something that's been around for 30 years. This is, uh, this is a way of doing business in auto that is uh, new to auto and new to consumers and is consistently changing like month to month the programs are changing the way we do business changing so that person need to be trained on an ongoing basis training on the right process process number two they needed inventory to sell that worked Mm -hmm. with the finance first customer because you got to have enough inventory that is priced accordingly to what the bank will let you finance it for, which is harder than what most people think. Yep. And then, so reasonably priced inventory that you can sell and then to be able to manipulate that inventory when you actually do the fourth piece, which is the marketing. Yep. Because you don't know what inventory you need until you start asking people to come call, click, or walk into the dealership. That's right. And then we would find out three months into the program that, okay, we just bought these, you know, four units under the cost under 10 grand. You know what? We're dealing with more of a near prime customer. Let's get some more SUVs with a cost under 15,000. Exactly. Right. So you're constantly shape shifting. And then what I've learned is that in franchise stores, they don't have the time, energy, in some cases, resources to train the entire dealership to get on board with this concept. Because if you do all of that work, to train somebody to sit in that dealership, mm-hmm. they've got enough on their plate to have to learn this process yep. and keep it on top of it, let alone fight the sales manager who wants to sell the vehicle first. Right. So so I went to Scotia Bank, or sorry, I just dropped it. Uh oh. Damn it. Oh well, anyways. We was, or Bank of Montreal or RBC or CIBC. So I was invited in to see. Yeah. And that's what the conversation was. I went in with the pitch and said here's what needs to happen I've got the solution right you guys are spending all this money you want to go in and train train your franchise stores I'm gonna do that but I'm gonna place trainers in the stores to work until 
uh, until the dealership either says, okay, good, thanks for the info, we got this. Mm -hmm. uh, we could take it from here, we've hired somebody, and you know what I mean? Or you just stay there, we just stay there and continue to support the dealer mm -hmm. uh, with their Buy It Smart location. It yep. would be a Buy It Smart rep inside a franchise store selling their vehicles, you know, uh, sharing an inventory. It's the same concept we have now. And yep. the response was, this is so awesome. We'll try it in a hand handful of dealerships, but then whether it be the franchise that I met with mm -hmm. or whether it be the bank that I met, m mentioned, yep. the, the deal breaker for me, and there are greedy days I think back and say, oh man, you should have just taken the opportunity and not be so thinking about what's best for Bites Bar, what's best to ultimately make the impact mm -hmm. that I wanted to make, but they wanted it for themselves. Right. So I just had invested in the brand and da-da-da-da-da and told them, based on them asking me as the expert to come in and say, what do we need to do? And when I did that, you know what they did? Yeah. Both of them? Yeah. They said, that's great, Kim, but we just going to move this link out of the chain. And for the bank, it was, we're not going to call it this. We're going to call it the bank. Right. Okay? And for the franchise, it wasn't, it wasn't, we're going to call it, by it smart, we're going to call it something, you know, get approved through these franchise. And this right. franchise will own it only. Yeah. yeah and this yeah. bank will own it only. Yeah. And I was like, this is a movement. This is a idea. This is a concept. This is education that people need to have. Right. Like, you can't limit it to one, one bank, brand one or brand. one yeah. bank. Mm -hmm. And greedy. I'm not even going to be chauvinistic when I say it, but people can probably read into it because I'm a lady in the car business and sitting in it for a while. You just, for fighting, sometimes stupid egomaniac decisions. And we can't see. Or at least that maybe is the perception. Yeah, well, I, I, I. But 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 a perception can be as damaging as a true thing, right? Even if it's not true. Yeah, uh, I, I, I see where you're going with it, and I've let it go to the tune of, I just decided to do the struggle myself. Mm -hmm. Because yep. that's the thing, you know. At the end of the day, you know, could could you bring a concept like this to a to a big auto group that's looking to have an off-site non-prime department? Yes, you could. And you know what they'll do? Hmm. They'll change a piece of the... They'll take one link out. They'll the take chain. a link out yeah. and call it their name. Yeah. And I'm like, what you don't understand is that that little piece, that little ego move that you want to make yeah. now made this about your dealership and it's not. It's about the customer. Yeah. The customer is the hero in the story. Stop trying to be the hero in the story. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yep, I do know what you mean, actually. And that's just, that's authentically what I visualize for Buy It Smart, is that people, you know, we're not the heroes in the Buy It Smart story. No. The heroes in the Buy It Smart story are the people that got the information that they needed to be able to make their best deal in a way you know that that allowed them to do it like hassle free and 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 not freaking worn down by a process that they don't want to commit to yeah 
You know what I mean? Oh, I know what you're saying. Sorry, I got heavy there. I get all passionate about that story, though. You know what I mean? I actually yeah. had a dude go, are you going to kiss the brass ring because I'm going to make you a millionaire? Like, that shit was actually said to me. Kiss and I don't know if it's how we grew up, George, or if that stuff just kiss really... Kiss the brass ring? Yeah. What does that even mean? Well, it could have meant a lot of things, which I'm going to choose to ignore. But he was just like, basically, you've showed up for this meeting now. Are you ready? Because I'm about to make you a multi-multi-millionaire. Right. And he started dropping all these names of people that he brought into the franchise world, right. you know, in the private sale business right. and and how, you know. <laughs> it's like you made it as long as you do it our way. That's right. So you you do what I say. You kiss my ring. Right. Uh, and that's going to happen for you. Okay. And I'm, that was right before I did the pitch in the meeting and I was just like, do you ever be in those moments where you're just like. Feels wrong. So you move away. Yeah, you're just like. This is fundamental. Like, my skin is crawling. Like, I feel sick to my stomach. Yeah, definitely, man. <laughs> I've definitely been in the, in those in those situations where the whole thing feels out of place. Yeah, yeah. And you're just like, uh... The door appears to be open, but you're like, if you walk through that, you're falling through an elevator shaft, dude. <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. And you're just like, is it going to be worth it? I don't know, but I really don't want to stay around long enough to find out. Right. I Like, I can just remember growing up, like, I've never gotten into a fist fight before. Yeah. But I've been in enough situations where, like, it's getting close to that point. Yeah. And you can sense it. You're just like, I'm just going to go. <laughs> I'm not staying around here. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm just going to go. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I probably, I've probably walked away from situations that were nothing. It was just a perception of I, I had. But I've all, I've, I guarantee I've walked away from situations that were definitely going down a bad way. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. Pat tells me this story all the time about... Uh, a local dealer who tried to muscle me when I had my dealership. And What's he was muscle me? I just come in and intimidate me, right? Oh. And I didn't know what he was talking about. I was too, I must have been too young and just, I wasn't picking up his lingo or whatever, right? Okay. And, and then he left and Pat was like, whoa, dude. He was like, that was awesome. And I'm like, what was awesome? He's like, you just like, you just kicked that guy out of your store. I'm like, that's great. He was like, and then I was just like, did I do that? I was like, I don't. I don't know. He's like, yeah, he was like... What was he trying to do? He just came in and he sat down. He was a local dealer. He's like, I've been doing business in, in Sackville for X amount of years, right? Like, yeah. uh, I sell these types of cars. I see a lot of the same types of cars on your lot. Yeah. And uh, these are my cars. And this is how I do it. This is where, where I've been. And, uh, you know, I'm just right around the corner. And I thought he was just sitting there going like... Hey, how are you? Welcome hey, yeah, like, let's do Welcome this. Welcome to the community. If you need some wholesale pieces, like, you should, you should call me. I thought he was just being like a, a friendly guy. Right. Right, and I was just like, "Cool, man, thanks, uh, thanks for coming in." And I just, I was just literally, I think I was just too busy at the moment. Right. So I was just like, "Thanks, man. Like, uh, good to meet you. If you have a card, or you want me to give you a call?" He's like, "No, I don't got no card." And I was just like, "All right, okay. Well, thanks for coming in, and uh, we'll talk to you in a bit, man." And like, I kind of shuffled him off. Right. And then Pat was just like, "Dude, that was awesome." <laughs> and I was like, "I don't know, man. I don't even know what he wants." And he was like, "He was trying to muscle you, man. He was trying to tell you like." Pack your shit up, Skippy. You're done here. <laughs> and I was just like, well, whatever. Okay. And he never came back. So I don't know. Maybe he, maybe the door shut behind him and he was like, geez, I wonder who he's connected with. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. I, I, but I, I mean, I wasn't connected with anybody. Yeah. But Pat always also tells the story about one time he's downtown and uh, there was a bit of a confrontation between him and another guy. Yeah. And the guy goes, the guy goes, you don't even know who I am. He said that to Pat, right? Right. 
And then he, Pat goes, Pat goes, all I did was lean in closer to him yeah. and say quiet, more quietly. He goes, the fact that you're saying that to me means you have no, no idea. idea who I am. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was just like, whatever, man, this bullshit anyway. And turned around and walked away. Freaking. That's just like I'm not anybody. <laughs> he doesn't know that though. Yeah, good poker face. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> I've also had guys show up. One guy showed up with a Hummer. Yeah. Big like an H1, you know, military style, some right? Vehicles through your place. Yeah. He comes up, parks the car, he comes in. He's like, "Hey, man, what's going on?" I'm like, "Oh, good to see you, or whatever." Like, not much. How you doing, right? Yeah. He's like, yeah, so you've been, uh, I've seen you at the auction a few times. Like, it's good, good, good stuff. Yeah. And uh, he's like, I'm going to give you some money. Start buying some cars. <laughs> and, like, this is when I was looking for money too, right? So I was yep. like, ah, great. And I'm like, sweet. Like, yeah. I'm like, this is a guy with a bank or does he have a floor plan for me? What's the situation? So yeah, I'll give you a, I'll get, he's like, I got a million dollars now at the auction. So you can buy on my, on my line. I'm like, okay. Sounding, it's sounding okay so far, right? Right. I'm like, where's your dealership? He's like, no, don't have one of those. I'm just like, huh? How you got a How you got a line of credit at the auction? You don't have a dealership, right. you know? What I mean? Like, it's not adding up because I had to prove I had a dealership before they gave me my line of credit, right? You know, and then it's just like, no, 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 don't worry. Everything is like, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. You know what I mean? Like, he's like, I'm gonna stock cars. You can buy whatever you want on my line. I'm gonna put cars up here. They're gonna sell. I'm like, okay. I'm like, so like, I'll pay you for the cars. He's like, I'll sell them. Don't worry about it. I'm just like, you'll sell. So I'm like trying to put it all together because yeah. I'm just a kid and I'm just like, it sounds okay. Like you're going to come and sell cars off my lot. And I'm just going to make money. Like, do you, do you need my bill of sale? Like, how's this all going to work out? Right. right. And I, I was asking him too many questions like that. Yeah. Right. Like the, okay. Like, um, do you have God. a bill of sale? Like where do the documents go through? Which banks do you have? Like I was asking him like right. legitimate questions and he, eventually he was just like, all right, so I'll talk to you later. And he just kind of got up and left. <laughs> With yeah, no real were, information, right? You were picking it up. Yeah, because I wasn't putting You're it kidding. together that he was a drug dealer. <laughs> and, like, he wanted to just traffic cocaine, probably, through vehicles <laughs> oh my off my lot. And I was just like, uh... I'm just too stupid, right? Or too young and naive just to pick it all up. Well, if you're not in it, yeah. you don't recognize it. So, you know, that's what I... I had this uh, guy work for me once. And I noticed some things weren't... Right? It wasn't anything, it wasn't anything major. It was really, um, well, I'll tell you exactly what it was. It was, it was that he was putting way too much profit into a product that could be canceled um, down the road. Oh, I see. And so it would come back, you know, if it can be canceled, of course, and then we, they, they come back and take the money. They charge you back. That's for right. For like a warranty, for example. And, uh, you know, uh, A, it wasn't good structure for the customer. There's no need to overcharge to that much. Right. Okay. There's no, no need to overcharge ever. But his reasoning for it was, uh, you know, trying to get people out of a bad negative equity way. Right. But anyways. And so more and more I kept seeing these deals and I'm just like, how are you getting... Uh, that much for those products and the bank isn't catching it. Well, the bank wasn't catching it because it was a new product and they just didn't start catching it yet. Right. And uh, he just found this loophole. My right. point is he, he... Found a way. He was a semi-talented car guy. Yeah. But a really good at finding out ways 
to 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 what I could see, what it taught me yeah. is this guy was really good at finding out ways to scam. He's a huckster, man. So then I was like, okay, well I could correct this problem yeah. and keep him because he's really good. Right. But then I started thinking, it took me this long to figure this out because it's not right. the way that my brain thinks. Yeah. That I started going, oh man, I'm going to be three steps behind this type of thinker. Yes. So I just can't have it around. Yeah. yeah. And then since then, I was just like, no, if there's any, in fact, like I, I know people make fun of me behind my back because they're all like, oh, you want to get on Kim's good side, talk to her about like ethics and being nice to people and training, training, training. Like I know they do because when people are, are, if they've talked to anybody who's worked for me and yeah. they're interviewing, they're like, yeah, so I just want to like, let well, you know, like, I'm extremely, yeah. I'm a really great person. Yeah. Oh, and, and ethically speaking, yeah, I do a lot I'm of training. Like, Dude, you know, yeah. uh, which is great, but I mean, I can, I can, if there's one thing I can sniff out is it's money baloney pretty quick. Yeah. So, so anyways, that's the only, that's the only thing, and I was new in the business I didn't catch that stuff and I still I still to a large degree now I have to double check a lot of you know that's why I deal in knowing where people are coming from and who they were associated in the past I rely on that so much Mm. I got a lot of really good colleagues in different parts of the auto industry and I'll be like hey you know this person have you ever done business with them before because Mm -hmm. if they haven't I can't trust myself enough to know if I'm might be getting myself into a bad way because I don't know what it's supposed to look like. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, for sure. I gotta call back. Hey, I'll be here because he's like, don't call me. He probably wants me to pick up G zero. Pick up what? You know G zero. Oh, G G zero. Yeah. G two. Yeah. Well, G zero better. Is a uh, what's G two? Isn't it G zero? Hey, hon. Just on the Waverly Road. Okay. Okay. Sometimes I'm like, what's going on? But sometimes he'd be like, hey, can you call me? And then I'll call him and be like, yeah, I'm just uh, 
something at the grocery store. And I'd be like, There's okay. nothing going on. Like, oh, can you call me right now? Yeah. Hey, I was like, oh, I'm in panic mode. Oh, nothing. Yeah. Mom does that. Yeah. Mom does that to me. Like, Dad's been in the hospital, cancer. Yeah. Chemo. Yeah. The whole nine. COVID. Uh, Mom will send me a text message like, I need to get in touch with you immediately. Uh, and I'll be like, okay. And I'll call her and she'll be like, oh, nothing's going on. And yeah. I'm just like, Don't worry, okay, well okay. then, Mom, what are you doing? <laughs> Don't do that. I know. Call me immediately. Well, she doesn't actually do that. But, like, it's, like, it's just, honestly, ever since Dad got cancer, the anytime Mom calls at all, I'm yeah. just like, ah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that wasn't, that wasn't, I mean, he's doing real good now. Yep. He's real thin. He's real thin. Yeah. I like to see him get more meat on his bones. Yeah, I think it's just a long process, man, because he yeah. can only eat so much right now. Yeah. But he's healthy, man. Like, the doctors say he's doing good and everything. Yeah. And he sounds good for getting your friggin' throat cut out. Or your... Well, it was so low, though, right? It's basically near his... I think it was pretty much near his stomach where it was mm. cut. Not not like up near his vocal cord area. Yeah. But anyway, that's a whole other topic. What were we talking about before this? Yeah, that's a whole other podcast that we can intermingle into some car talk. Yeah, you can always bring it back to cars because everybody wants to talk about cars. Yeah. Except yeah. for me. I hate talking about cars. Yeah. I'm just not a car guy, well, which is a- weird because that's what, all I've really done. Yeah. I'm not either. Tyler's yeah. Tyler's a car person. Like he's taking apart a car right now. Yeah. He's taking one shell off another one. I was off his uh, Ford Mustang, and this thing is freaking expensive, man. Yeah. And it's an old Mustang, but it's, like it's an a drag. Eighty-three. Yeah, it's like yeah. a drag car. Yeah. And uh, anyways, you know what we're gonna do? What? Him and his buddy. Uh, him and his buddy. They. They have this, they're setting it up in the garage. It's like a rotisserie. The car goes on like like this thing goes through the car and then they lift it up and you can spin it like you're working on it. Super sweet. Yeah. So it's pretty neat what they're doing. But I mean, he can can do that. Like he's a principal and he can like build a car. So cool. So convenient to work on a car like that because you can put it like sideways. Yeah, exactly. So I want to tape it we'll do when we get our YouTube channel really flying we'll have a whole episode of him and him and his buddy just putting together this car and then once they do this and it's back on the road uh, I'd like to I'd like to buy them a kick car that'd be cool did you ever see those yeah, I'd like to build one man I'd love to get a Shelby GT yeah that's what that's what Tyler wants I'd like to get a 67 though I don't know if Tyler likes that one or not I don't know the one from uh, Gone in 60 Seconds 67 Ford Mustang Shelby But GT. they sell. Oh, yeah. They're worth, like, a lot of money. Like, leave it to me, right? Yeah. He wants to do it for the thrill of doing it, put yeah. it together, da-da-da. But, hey, if people want to do kick cars and we can sell them, he's got that whole network of people that's in that world. Yeah. Right? So it's not like we'd be hanging on to it for a no, long for time. Sure. But I think it'd be sure. cool to tape. Oh, yeah. It'd be super cool, man. Right? Even just to drive one of those cars would be super cool. Well, I thought... If there was a way to put them in a room with plexiglass all around it, yeah, like give them a space to work, mm-hmm. and well, I don't know why I say plexiglass because I'm assuming it was in a showroom, but even in our spot there in Sackville, if I gave them a place to work on it, and they just like work on it over time, people could come and watch it being built and everything. That'd be cool. 
when when people can. Mm-hmm. And it's just something well, there, that we I've do. Well, I've been doing this thing on YouTube, man. It's called uh, ASMR, like yeah. long viewing. Yeah. And it's basically like it's just it's not a story or anything like that. It's like a like for example, like it could be a guy like building like some furniture. Yeah. And it zooms in on his tools and like you can hear the tool like working through the wood and like it's all just long viewing. Like these videos are like eight hours long sometimes. Gotcha. Right? But he's building like a, a log cabin in the woods or something like that. Okay. Or like or someone's just like sailing. Okay. Or a train is just like going through Siberia and like that's all that's it. And they're really, really popular. Okay. Like cause you put on in the background, you don't have to be paying attention, nothing's going on, right? But like every once in a while you look up and you're like, Oh man, they're going through the mountains in Siberia right now, that's cool. Right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, you kind of look at that for a minute, go back to your work, whatever you're doing. You just leave it on all day long. It's like background music, like the fireplace channel. Okay. So that'd be cool for building a kick car. Just have that running. Just have the guys, like, exactly. they're working on the car or whatever, you know? Yeah, exactly. And you, you just hear this noise of, like, the cranking of the ratchet and stuff like that, or the gun, like, you know what yeah. I mean? Kinda yeah. cool. Get yeah. some uh, mechanic people that are interested in that stuff probably tuning into that. Oh, for sure. And then the other thing I want to do, like in his world, which is big, is take some of our cars and, and get, get into doing some mods. Yeah, mods, modifications. Yeah, yeah, and and now that we got the other finance company, people can finance some extra stuff, you know what I mean? That's right, that's right. Mod. Finance your mods. There's your base model. I don't even know if that's the right word, mod. Yeah, modifications. Yeah, modifications. Well, we went all over the map today. We had a break, and uh, then we came back and Buy It Smart podcast brought to you by BuyItSmart.ca, where you can go and get pre-approved for a auto loan, just like uh, getting pre-approved for a mortgage. And then get matched to the vehicle. And you get matched to the vehicle. And meets your uh, needs, lifestyle, budget, bank approval. It meets your needs, lifestyle, and budget. And bank approval. And bank approval. And uh, you can do all that at buyitsmart.ca. Yeah, our current our big website is in construction. There is yep. a website up there, and you can do everything with it. But there's going to be a better one soon. Better things are coming. I just have to review it. Actually, it reminds me. I got to review the site they just sent me and make some changes. And yeah. Get it up. Do you want to take the garbage? Yeah, I'll take your garbage. Jesus. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. See you next time. Bye bye. Oh, we're still oh, in man, drive. I better put it in park. <laughs> I'm going to do this.